you know, 14 knockouts, 14 first round knockouts. Um, he will open up the main card, which begins at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the Plus, the ESPN Plus, uh, from, from Brooklyn, New York, vis-a-vis Puerto Rico. He's fighting Lonel Bellows, um, who has never been knocked out um, as a professional, so it's toughest test today. Please welcome Edgar Berlanga. Edgar, thank you for joining us today. Um, can you tell everybody on the call, um, so your mindset coming into what is uh, by far your biggest uh, test today? Um, my mindset is, is like always, you know, um, you know, I worked hard in the gym, man, and that's what every fighter should be doing, you know, and like as far as for me, man, uh, you know, it's just putting in the hard work in the gym so that way I know going into the fight, my mind is 100% prepared to go those rounds, you know, if we ever do, which will eventually happen, you know, and I just, I've just been working extremely hard. You know, you've talked about, you've talked about it, right? It's like, you've talked about preparing to go the rounds, even though you've never been past the first round. I mean, how, you know, how, how tough is it when you've never gone past the first round to have that mindset that, you know, I have to train for eight, 10, 12 rounds if need be? Um, you have to have, First, you have to be humble, and two, you have to know that it's gonna come. You know, I, I know that I'm not gonna be able to rely on my power. You know, so this is why, like I said, I always say, in the, I, I train as if I'm fighting for a championship fight every fight. You know, I got my strength conditioning coach here at Scooter as well, and he pushes me every single day in the gym. You know, to that level, so that way, when we go those extra rounds, every all the critics that's been talking like, oh, we want to see him in the fourth, we want to see him in the second, we want to see him in the eighth. It's gonna be it's gonna be a walk in the park, you know, because of my conditioning. And uh, our first question, we go to Mark Wicker from uh, from down Southern California. Mark, please go ahead when ready, sir. Hi. Uh, what do you know about uh, this particular guy, and how, what challenges do you think uh, he might bring you that might uh, get you to show more of your repertoire? Um, you know, he's gonna come right at me. You know. He's that type of fighter, you know. He's smaller than me. He's a smaller guy, so I don't know. He's gonna bring. He's gonna bring the pressure. He's gonna try to bring the fight to me. I don't see him trying to box me because I'm the bigger man. That will just be real stupid of him and 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 uh and and, and a crazy game plan if they have if they have, if they're trying to do that, you know. Unless they're trying to just survive the first round, but you know he had he's 25 or 13 knockouts. You know he's been in the ring for a very long time. He's he's older than me. You know he has experience. He's he's a veteran. You know, and um, man, I'm just going. I'm, I'm ready in there to to go and do what I do best, man. Thank you. I have to. I have to remember to unmute myself in order to get the questions going. So, uh, thank you, Mark. And now we go to Carlos Toro. Carlos, please go ahead when ready. Thank you, Edgar, for taking time to talk to us. You know, I don't know how much you pay attention to the sanctioned bodies rankings, but you're ranked number nine by the WBO and number 11 by the WBA. Is that something that you kind of look at and think to yourself that maybe you could be maybe down the road closer to a world title shot than maybe you would have initially thought? Or do you still kind of look at this part of your career as sort of a developmental stage where you just want to get the experience and get rounds in so that when you do get that title fight, you're more ready now, however long it takes you to get there. Um, yeah, man, you know, I'm 23 years old. I'm still developing as a fighter. You know, I know I'm a killer, but I also know that there's killers at 168. So for me, I just want to get 
and 50% prepared for when the time comes. I'm, like I said, I'm 23. I got the world in my hands right now. I'm, I'm a hot, you know, young prospect in the world. You know, I got Puerto Rico behind me. And, you know, right now I'm, I'm knocking everybody out, man. I just want to enjoy my career. And then eventually we're going to step up those big fights, you know, because that's what eventually I want. I want the big paydays. I want the big fights, you know, and uh, eventually it'll come. But as of right now, we're moving, you know, we're moving a, a stepping stone, you know. Everything is, is slowly, you know. Rome was built in a day. So we we working and we just crafting, getting my craft better and better each and every day. Thank you, Carlos. And now I believe, Xavier, you're from, from Brooklyn. So from your neck, Lewis Edgar, uh, Xavier Porter. Xavier, please go ahead. What's going on, Edgar? How you feeling, man? Oh, what's up, man? How you doing? Xavier? Yeah, salute. Yeah, salute, How are salute. you, brother? Big Dave, Big Dave, salute. How you feeling, brother? You know I got a killer here, right? Yeah, facts, facts. All day, every day. And you so, know we got 12 rounds in us. Hey, you, you got a whole lot more. <laughs> you know, uh, go 15 if you need to, you know what I mean? That's right. So, my question to you, you know, Edgar, you got the whole city behind you, brother. You got, like you just mentioned, you got the whole Puerto Rico behind you. You got the whole city. My thought to you is this fight, particularly with um, Lionel Bellows, everybody is, you know, on paper is saying this might be your toughest fight. Can you focus on, you know, your opponent as well as your training and your readiness to take over the division, whether it be at 168. If you can make 170, I mean 160 or even 175, because my guy, you are killing it out here in the streets. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, um, they always, you know, the last fight they said that was my toughest opponent of the date, and you seen what happened. You know, like I said, like I tell everybody, you know, I don't cut no corners, man, in that in that gym. You know, because when you cut corners, you're gonna have to pay for it under them lights. You know, and I've seen fighters cut corners. You know. Don't do a full camp, you know, just cut corners, man, during camp. And, you know, it shows in the, in, in, the, in the ring, you know, when the lights go on. So, you know, that's my biggest fear, man, is never to be is, is to be unprepared for a fight. So that's why I take my craft very serious. I take the sport very serious, you know, to, to continue to build myself. And each and every fight, I get better in the gym, you know. I spot better opponents, you know. And uh, I just put in a lot of work, man, and obviously it shows. That they are fighting. Thank you, Xavier. Uh, Marcus Vegas, you're next. Edgar, man, I uh, hope you're doing well. Um, you know, you have a, a knockout streak now, and, and there's this growing expectation from fans that every time you step in the ring, you're supposed to provide a, a spectacular uh, a knockout. You know, I, I could see that. I mean, I've seen it in the past with other fighters that it, it develops some sort of pressure on them. Um, how do you navigate that, the, the expectation that once you step in the ring, you got to knock that guy out? Uh, and how do you handle that, that expectation and pressure? Um, it's no pressure. There's no pressure whatsoever. Um, the people is going to talk. I let the people talk. Oh, we need a first round. Or, oh, can he go past the first round? I let them talk. That's what they're there for. You know, the critics, the, the media, everybody. You know, you guys, you know. That's what you guys, that's boxing. And like I said, I just focus on myself and, and, and focus on the game plan and I execute the game plan. You know, I never go in there. Obviously I go in there looking to hurt the guy. Yeah, because I don't want him to hurt me. I'd rather hurt him before he hurts me. And I always had that mindset since I've been a pro, you know? And, and um, you know, like, man, it's just, no pressure, man. Like I go in that ring every every fight. I go in the ring knowing that that 
if if we got to go those rounds, we're going to go those rounds. And, and, and uh, the last fight, you know, I, I even thought, I said, oh, probably I'm, I'm going to go a couple rounds with this guy. You know, I, I thought he was going to take me a couple rounds, but you see what happened, man. He had to pay for his mistakes. You know, there's a lot of attention on you now, uh, a lot of newfound fame. Uh, how are you handling that uh, attention and, and all that? It comes with the territory. I've seen it happen with a whole bunch of fighters, you know, the greats, you know, Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, all these guys, you know, everybody want to be next to winner. Especially a young kid at my age, 23 years old, that's Puerto Rican, you know, from Brooklyn, from Louisa, from New York City, and that's knocking everything on the first round. So it's bound to happen that everybody's going to want to get next to me, man. So I know that in my mind that I got to just con to continue to win and, you know, continue to just execute the game plan, man, and just be the best I could be. Thank you very much, uh, Marcos, and why well, scroll? Uh, or we will go ahead, uh, Ernesto Amador. Um, Ernesto, you're unmuted. Please go ahead. Thank you, Ivan. Uh, hello, Edgar. It's always nice to talking to you. Uh, you have Puerto Rico behind you. You are doing a great career, but sooner or later, you need to fight against a big Mexican name. Uh, we're talking about Canelo, of course, Benavides. Uh, could you imagine these big fights? Because uh, I can uh, imagine another great rivalry like Mexico and Puerto Rico. Yeah. I've been talking about the, the Canelo fight for for about a couple months already. And I know it's going to happen. It's, it, it's got to happen. You know, if I continue to win in beautiful fashion and, and, and just keep doing what I do best, man, I know that fight is going to happen. For me and Canelo Alvarez, you know, he's Mexican, I'm Puerto Rico. He has a big country behind him. I have a big country behind me. And like you said, it's, the, it's, it's one of the biggest rivalries in, in boxing today. And, uh, you know, Benavides is another guy that that, um, that I'm looking forward to, to stepping in the ring with eventually in the future. You know, it's, it's just boxing, man. And these fights got to happen. You know, it's good for the sport. It's good for the culture. Edgar, but what can you tell to the people that, that mentioned that you are not ready, not even for Canelo or Benavides? What can you tell? No. No, I'm, 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 I know for a fact that if I was to step in the ring with them now, I'd give them problems, you know? But, but right now, it's just a stepping stone. Like I said, you know, I got to prove myself. I know I got to prove myself in order to step in that ring with them because they had to pay their dues. You know, they had to fight the best to get to where they at. And that goes for me, too. I have to fight the best to get to where they are. And eventually, the fight is going to happen. Thank you very much. And uh, now we will go ahead to Adriana Jimenez. Um, you, should be un you should be unmuted, Adriana. So please go ahead when ready. Edgar, how are you doing? Um, I'm just going to kind of piggyback off that question because I wanted to, I wanted to see what your uh, dream match was. Um, and, and you kind of mentioned the names that, that I had in mind with, uh, you know, Benavides, with Canelo. So moving up in the ranks rather quickly, where do you see yourself? Or where, where do you rank yourself then? Right now? Yeah. I know I'm one of the hottest prospects in the country right now. You know, I'm 14-0 with 14 knockouts all in the first round. They keep trying to step up the opponents little by little, and I'm still knocking them down. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a young superstar. You know, I got the image. I got the charisma. I can fight. I'm knocking everything out, and I got a country behind me. So, you know, what more can I say? So is, is the fight that from the, the fights that you mentioned uh, with the 
Adriana, sorry. Oh. Uh, ask your question again. You uh, oh, okay. you, you actually um, muted yourself. No worries. From the from the fights that we just mentioned, is the Canelo fight the dream match for you? Oh yeah, of course. You know that's the fight that's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. He knows it. The world is gonna know it. You know his country's gonna know it. My country's gonna know it. You know it's it's a fight to be made. God willing, in the future. You know, like I said, I just gotta keep proving myself. Keep knocking them down, and um, you know the fight will happen eventually. Thank you very much, uh, Adriana. Um, we have a few more questions for Edgar because, as you can see, he is in the gym, so he's got a, a couple more shakeouts before he flies out here to Las Vegas. Um, now we move to Jeremy Harridge's. Jeremy, please go ahead when ready, sir. Hi, Edgar. Um, I'm curious. During your time as a, as an amateur, obviously you had a lot of success, um, national championships, and so on. As an amateur, did you feel that once you got to the pro game that your punches would have the type of power that they've obviously had? Yeah, um, when I, my first pro fight, I remember it was in Mexico, and um, I knocked the dude out so fast, man, and I was like, holy crap. I was just lost. Like, I walked back to the corner, and I seen the ref, like, waving it off. I'm like, damn, so fast? I didn't really know. I'm like, do I really hit this hard? Then the second fight, again, a couple minutes into the first round, knocked the guy out. I'm like, wait, hold on. Do I really hit hard? Third fight comes, again, put the guy out. I'm like, oh, yeah, nah. This this is different. You know, and then, and then eventually in sparring, I knocked guys out in sparring. It was like, Holy crap! Like no, I'm I'm really hitting hard, and people would just tell me like, "Yo, you you're, you're only you're only uh you're only 18 years old. Just imagine when you hit 23, 24, 25. How when your man strength comes in, it's gonna be ridiculous. And look, I'm here today, still knocking them out. Talking about the source. Go I was gonna say talking about the source of your power. Um, is it a combination of the transition from the amateurs to the pros and now being a pro, it's just your style fits better? Or is it also the fact that you are starting to get that manpower, a little bit of both? Yeah, it was a transition. You know, you know, the amateurs was real about points and how many punches you throw. And, you know, it's only three rounds, three minutes. And then, you know, you come into the pros and it's like everything slows down completely. You know, it's a lot of more thinking. It's, it's chess, not checkers, you know. You have to – it's a lot more thinking, man. There's a lot more setting up punches, you know. It's a 12-round fight. You know, eventually you're going to get to that 12-round fight. So, it's just a lot different, man, than, than amateurs. All right. Thank you very much. And a couple more left. Um, so, we'll go back to Mark Wicker, please. You, you talked about how surprised you were you when you had those early – uh, first round knockouts in your first few fights. Are there times when the fights end, end so quickly that you, you still have a lot of pent up energy and you feel like, you know, sparring even after the fight or running around just to burn it off? Uh, say it again. You talked about how difficult, about how surprised you were the first few fights because they ended so quickly. When you have these quick knockouts, or sometimes do you feel like you, you still have a lot of pent up energy that you have to go burn off all of a sudden? Oh, uh, no, nah, because people forget, you know, they say, oh, you you know, you, you, you knocked the guy in the first round, man. But it's like they don't see what's, what's happening behind closed doors in that in the gym and sparring. You know, all the rounds that I'm putting in and in, in, in sparring and in the gym and strength conditioning, 
you know, I, I, I put a lot of wear and tear on my body, you know, so I take about like two weeks off, man, you know, and just enjoy myself, you know, enjoy my family, you know, rest up, rest my body, and then I'm right back in the gym. Thank you very much, Mark. And uh, before we head out, um, Edgar, I think you're coming to Vegas tomorrow. Uh, just final thoughts on, you know, sort of the rise you've had this year and, and, and what the fans can expect from you uh, come Saturday night. Um, like, like always, man, expect fireworks. You know, I'm an exciting fighter. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a boxer puncher. So, you know, I just need the, the, the fans to tune in October 17th, man. You know, get your popcorn ready. You know, get your fight parties ready back at home. You know, it's on ESPN, Las Vegas, Nevada, MGM Grand. And, you know, just stay tuned, man. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be a big night, a big fight card. You know, and it's going to be an amazing night. And just tune in, like I said. And, uh, you know, I'm dedicating this fight to, to all the, the ladies out there that are suffering from breast cancer. You know, this fight is going to be dedicated to them. So I just need everybody to tune in. Thank you so much for joining us, Edgar. Uh, this concludes um, the undercard and co-feature portion.